0: That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com,
1: your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Let's talk about baseball. And welcome everybody to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Hendrick, a.k.a. KC Bubba on Twitter at BD Endrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. I'll be taking you through Monday through Friday mornings, getting you caught up from the night before news and whatnot to get you ready to each and every day for your fantasy baseball action. You can hear my other work over on Benched with Bubba. You may have heard of that. I've had wonderful members including Nick Pollock, Alex Fast, and many more from PitcherList over there to join me throughout the years i do some dfs work i do a lot of other work throughout the industry but bench with bubba is my pride and joy and i've had the pleasure this year to be your pitcher list host monday through friday as mentioned before so check out all that good stuff and i hope you guys join me each and every day to get you going through the baseball landscape right now as we're getting ready for baseball start you're listening on a tuesday march 28th we have baseball real baseball not meaningless baseball like some people might say real baseball and i'm just tongue-in-cheek there for those that don't know me i loved the world baseball classic but we have real baseball that counts towards potential world series championships starting on thursday every team is in action baseball did not screw that up this year that's outstanding friday will be a little weak, but we'll talk about that when we get there we have a full day of action on thursday and pitcherlist.com will have you covered with everything to get you ready for season long for streaming options for dfs everything you need over there once again, at PitcherList.com. So I'm going to go through some of the recent news that took place over the weekend and on Monday. to Get you kind of caught up for those of you who still are drafting, making some waiver wire moves, whatever it may be for your fantasy baseball teams. And we'll kick it off with Luis Severino over the weekend. Was uh, diagnosed with a low-grade lat strain. We'll start the season on the IL. It doesn't sound great, to be honest. Anything involved, involving a lat does not sound great. But um, he was struggling throughout spring training. And um, this looks like it's going to be an issue that might last longer than most Yankee fans may like, and that leaves the Yankees with an interesting situation. You got Garrett Cole, the ace, we all know who he is. Obviously, Carlos Rodon is on the IL as well, which brings Clark Schmidt into the discussion. He's penciled in as the number two, actually, in this rotation. It's, it's probably more of a schedule strategy standpoint by the Yankees. We got Clark Schmidt at two. You have Nestor Cortez. You have Domingo Herman. But it looks like Johnny Brito is going to be making his uh, claim to Yankees fame, potentially as the third or fourth starter in this rotation. Depends because Nestor Cortez might be a a day or two behind due to his injuries as well. I'm not going all in on Brito until you can prove me otherwise. Clark Schmidt, on the other hand, big, big fan of what we're seeing from Clark Schmidt. He should be a big-time waiver ad if he's available still for you and and a a nice uh, draft pick if you're still drafting. So don't mind Clark Schmidt especially. For those who don't know, I am a Giants fan, and the Yankees open up the season against the San Francisco Giants at home in Yankee Stadium, and that's a great spot for Clark Schmidt to just dominate a very bad baseball team. So could be a good opening start for the young Yankees pitcher. Tampa Bay Rays, this is one of two pieces of news for the Rays. Wander Franco, this is kind of a, a frustrating situation, and it took levels of development throughout the weekend and even on Monday. comes down with a right quad soreness. They know up with a strain, what it was. Um... First concern for me, same quad that ailed him in 2022 that made him miss time that also kind of derailed potential steals upside just overall playing time. Obviously, he's missing time. So not good for Wander Franco. MRIs have come back, though. They're looking favorable. He hopes to play opening day. He's saying it's more of just kind of a pull than anything, just literal soreness, not a strain, where initially we thought, oh, no, this could be a strain. Not good. So we'll see how that plays out with Wander Franco. It's something the monitor, we never – we never want to enter a season with an already existing injury because guys are going to get hurt all the time. We we know the stories that they're going to be playing hurt throughout the season. So not great for Wander, not great for Wander fantasy managers, not great for the Rays, in all honesty. So something to keep in mind going forward. Just keep an eye on the news in the next couple of days. I'll keep you updated here on the First Pitch Podcast. Hayden Wesneski of the Cubs. This was a guy that was just dealing this spring training. Uh, Nick's talked about him plenty on his morning show and much, much more. So he makes the Cubs rotation, which is outstanding. Nice little bump to a Cubbies team that uh, sent down Christopher morell who some had hopes for, but he was striking out almost 40% of the time in spring training. So he goes to AAA, A. we might see morell later. Uh, I'm a big morell fan. I like the power-speed combo. He needs to figure out some plate discipline first. But back to Wes Neski, This is good stuff. He's got a great fastball, good strikeout swing and miss abilities with the secondary pitches. And right now um, in drafts since Sunday, it's 16 draft – or uh, NFBC OC online championship drafts. I picked them. It's 12 teams. I know most uh, people play 10, 12-team leagues. A lot of people play ESPN and Yahoo. I'm uh, more of an NFBC guy, so I'll be clear, rightly open with that. But I'm always open to feedback. If you guys want to hit me up like on Twitter or in the uh, Pitcherless Discord – I'm, I'm, I will cater to the audience, so let me know. But for now, the OC ADP over the last 16 drafts, just two days, uh, 244. So he's going later in your 12-team drafts, but definitely worth a look. And I think that price is going to go up as we get closer to opening day because there is a lot of excitement behind the Cubs starter. Another young player for the Cincinnati Reds, Will Benson. He came over in a, Cleveland, a chair with the Cleveland Guardians earlier this offseason. And uh, Benson's another fun one to keep an eye on. He's going to be playing in the outfield potentially as um, the starting outfielder for now. Joey Votto has started the season on the IL. It's it's his first missed opening day as a Cincinnati Red. And obviously, he's only been a Cincinnati Red. You do the math on that one. But um, Will Myers will start out at first base for now. Eventually, when Votto comes back, Myers will play in the outfield a bit. We'll have to see where Benson is, is meant to be does provide some nice power and speed throughout the minors. So there's a little bit of optimism with a guy like Will Benson. We still have uh, Jake Fraley. You still have uh, TJ Friedel, and, and you got some other options there. Tyler Stevenson is going to play some first base as well. So just keep an eye on that situation. But for now, to start the season, if you're in a deeper league, Will Benson could be an interesting little uh, target for a couple weeks. The St. Louis Cardinals did what everyone was hoping they would do. And they announced Jordan Walker has made the Cardinals opened a roster. Um, we know what he's doing. He was hitting the ball great this spring training. He did great in the minor leagues all last year for those that went to first pitch Arizona. We witnessed it in person as well. Another just amazing performance from Jordan Walker. Uh, he had this a little bit of a shoulder injury, um, in the middle of spring training, just derailed him for like two games. They didn't weren't too concerned about it. The production did slip a bit, strikeout rate really went up a bit, the overall uh, quality of contact dropped just a little bit, just to keep an eye on it, but made the squad. They love him there. One of the big concerns was there's a lot of mouths to feed in St. Louis between, you know, Newt Bar and Carlson and O'Neill in the outfield already. You had Walker. You had Juan Yapez, You had some other options. Well, it looks like right now Jordan Walker is going to either help out in the outfield or play DH, so he might have an everyday role for now. And Juan Yapez got an op- option to triple A. so something else to keep an eye on there. We will see Juan throughout the season. He will get his chance. He's got a nice, lively bat as well. He's kind of, you know, too many too many people in the outfield situation in St. Louis – but Jordan Walker will make the team his ADP over the last couple of days 101. So he's um, and I heard on a Monday evening draft, he went in the seventh round. So that helium is real. You better like Jordan Walker if you have a couple drafts left. The other little just nugget to keep an eye on in deep, deep formats, and maybe if more injuries take place, and this is where it was surprising that Yepes got sent down. Alec Burleson is gonna make his. So Walker and Burleson, two guys on the Cardinals making their major league debuts out of camp. Uh, Burleson is a very interesting bench bat for now, but great hit tool. Hit 331 in AAA last year. Um, something to definitely keep an eye on. Could be a nice little stash down the line if you gets some regular playing time. Colorado Rockies, they're doing Rockies things. They signed Mike Moustakas, and the world was ending if you were on Fantasy Baseball Twitter, but it looks like they might be doing an okay thing. Moustakas made the team. Good for Mike. We love Moose, but uh, we were worried about um, Elias Montero potentially losing playing time. He looks to still be the third baseman. CJ Krohn's been battling some back issues as well and some knee issues. It's not great for CJ Krohn. Uh, so Mike Moustakis should be maybe a first base, third base backup platoon type situation. Uh, but it looks like they're going to go with Montero for, for now at third base. So keep an eye on that. That makes his value much, much more palatable in fantasy circles. And Moose can just be that uh, bench bat that does. It, it's nice to have type situation. The Atlanta Braves, this is a bummer, but I'm taking a silver lining approach on this one. Kyle Wright, we knew he'd start the season on the AL. He got a, short, a late start to spring training, shoulder issues. At first, I'm thinking, okay, this reminds me a lot of Zach Wheeler, Luis Castillo of last season. Then some more, like, you know, suspect reports were coming out, made you a little worried, but we're back on track in my mind. Again, trying to be optimistic, silver lining here with Kyle Wright. He's going to uh, start a minor, league, a minor league camp game. Uh, either uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, it sounds like. And then he'll make another start in AAA around the 4th or 5th of April and then return after that. So in theory, he misses probably two starts. Not the end of the world. That's good if he's ready to go. That's the big if. We should find out more after some of these uh, debuts the bright side if you're an atlanta braves fan or you're a fantasy manager around jared schuster and dylan dodd will both get a shot in the rotation schuster and dodd both having phenomenal springs everybody loves some jared schuster um he's gonna slot in there for sure dodd kind of gets the nod with some other issues in the braves rotation dodd should pitch on april 4th which will be fine but he might be the guy that right replaces just keep an eye on it schuster looks really really good so have some fun with that uh as things go. One last thing on Kyle Wright, his ADP is ADP's around 172. Could be some value if you're a believer that the injury's not too bad. That could be a nice little uh, little stash that you have to kind of sit on for a couple weeks, but could be good, especially if you have IL spots. I think it's a great play, but um, in NPCs, there's no ILs, so that's what makes it more interesting. Bailey Ober, Minnesota Twins, optioned the A early in spring. Velocity was up, looking great, kind of didn't do much after that. It felt like Um, He's going to start the year in AAA, and the and the Twins every year I make fun of their starting rotation entering the season. This year might be the best one I've seen in a long time, though. Pablo Lopez, Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, Tyler Molly, and Kent the That's a nice one through five. If you're a Minnesota Twins fan, and that makes a lot of sense why Bailey Ober was the odd man out. We will see Ober this year. The one thing to always remember: sixth starters on teams will get plenty of action this season. We'll talk about six starter and much more pretty soon. But for now, let's take a quick break before we return with more First Pitch Podcast.
0: to sign up for your trial today. Eating is an emotional experience, which is why managing your weight needs to be a psychological one. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today.
1: All right, everybody, back to the First Pitch podcast here, getting over some news and notes for the last couple of days, to get you ready for your fantasy baseball action. The one that most would have started the show out with, but hey, I got to keep you hanging around. Anthony Volpe of the New York Yankees has done it. He has made the opening day roster, looks to be the shortstop for now and of the future for the New York Yankees. And he had a great spring training. He hit three fourteen, with three home runs, five stolen bases in sixty plate appearances. That's a nice power speed combo with batting average. I will say in Double A AA and Triple A last year, twenty one homers and fifty stolen bases, which is outstanding. Did only hit two forty nine. He struggled uh, with the batting average at the plate, so I'm kind of thinking more of the two fifty realm, two sixty realm within the bigs till he gets comfortable. So he's not going to get all those juicy spring training pitchers to face but the power speeds there and hitting ninth in that yankees batting order is going to be great when that lineup flips around lots of runs scoring opportunities lots of stolen base opportunities for anthony volpe who's adp over the last couple of days 111 with a max pick of 86 if you want volpe you're gonna to have to pay the price for him and then and on the flip side of that oswald Praza got option to triple a so keep that in mind couple more here. White Sox, Oscar Kolos makes the opening day roster. A lot of rookies getting their first shot. We're seeing this with the new CBA agreement, which is great to see around baseball uh, in single, double, and triple a. He went through all phases of the minors last year, hit 314 with 23 home runs, only three stolen bases, but great hits, hit tool. We even saw it in spring training. So batting average, power, feels like a little Eloy Jimenez profile, except from the other side of the plate. Uh, the little more speed because Eloy just doesn't steal, period. There's no option there. So Colossus is a great one, ADP around 248. I hinted at the six-starter situation earlier. The New York Mets are doing it. David Peterson is going to be the fifth starter in the Mets rotation, ADP of 295. Please take a chance on David Peterson. Love David Peterson. We saw him come up last year, kind of work on the arsenal, the pitch mix a little different, velocity coming up as well. And he was really good. It's always been a walk issue with David Peterson. He dropped it a bit last year. And we're seeing it again in spring this year. 12 innings pitched. No runs in his 12 innings pitched. Only one hit. 13 strikeouts. These are all outstanding. Still eight walks. Keep that in mind. Less than ideal, of course. But one caveat where I – one reason why I really would like to take a chance of David Peterson if you have some drafts coming up, he is going to be the game two starter for the New York Mets the way they're shuffling the rotation out. They they already named how they're going to run things scheduling-wise. And that game features the Miami Marlins, folks. So David Peterson, big-time play. I'm pretty sure he'll be a streaming option. We'll talk about him in DFS and much more for that second game of the season. The Baltimore Orioles surprised many, but not all. I saw Alex Fast even reporting that, you know, we'd love to see Grayson Rodriguez in the bigs because he'll start the year in A. And Fast mentioned, hey, ERA, he was he, he looked great. He was electric. The overall production was not always there. He needs to develop more. The, um, the powers to be in Baltimore – Said they need to make him so he can be more than a four inch pitched guy. That's the deal. That's what the minor leagues are for. It could be more than that. That's what they're saying. That's what we got to roll with. Uh, JT Brubaker to start the season on the IL, and this is a bummer. We saw the velocity coming up. He was striking guys out. We've always kind of, I've always kept a little glimmer of hope for JT Brubaker. He was a streamer at times for me last year. Always been a fan there. He's going to start the season on the IL with elbow forearm discomfort. Some things you never want to hear. So keep an eye on that. But he's pretty much a drop. For me in all formats and it's really that really a shame and you probably only had him rostered in NL only in deep relief formats anyways but just to keep that in mind with jt Brewbaker, i mentioned that christopher morrell was demoted to triple a with the cubbies the oakland athletics we already talked about you know they're probably not going to win a lot of games so why would you want to roster a closer in oakland well they still get saves too and they're not coming at a premium in draft day either so there's some things to look at in that regard and a lot of people kind of said, okay, Trevor May, they paid Trevor May. He's going to be the closer, and they point out some other options. Well, they Mark Kotze, the manager of the Oakland Athletics, came out today and said on Monday, said Trevor May, jury's familiar for those that remember the good old days, and Danny Jimenez, who was actually pretty decent at times for the A's last season, are all in the closer committee. And right now they're going to go with what best fits the situation at the time. So things fantasy managers love to hear when it comes to closing situations, Jared Walsh, Max Stasi for the Los Angeles angels of Anaheim. will start the season on the IL Walsh is a mess in 2022. And I still can't find a, a pulse on what I want to do with him in 2023. Max Stasi was looking to get a, a, a chance to be the starter for the angels. Again, once again, can't stay healthy opens the door for Logan. Oh, who showed great hit tools throughout the minors was traded from Philadelphia to the Los Angeles angels last season. Got a cup of coffee with the Angels. Hit a little bit there. He's a guy that I loved coming into the preseason. Big, big fan of a especially for fantasy baseball. Uh, The Houston Astros. Dusty Baker is hopeful. Yordan Alvarez will be ready for opening day, but they're still not 100% there, which is not cool. We thought we were getting there. Keep an eye on Yordan. He might need a little more time to get that hand right. Bright side, Kyle Tucker should be good to go with the ankle injury he suffered uh, at the end of the World Baseball Classic. And then last but not least, and there's more news to come on this, I will talk about it again on Wednesday's show, but Tristan McKenzie, this new news dropped late on Monday. We were He was already scratched from the start, and they thought it was kind of a minor deal. Not so minor, folks. He has uh, a strained right shoulder. He will not pitch for at least, or not even throw a baseball, for at least two weeks. They're thinking this could be at least an eight-week injury. Strained shoulder is never good. We love Sticks. Sticks is very talented. was great in 2022. I've always been concerned about that that delivery and that build and how it could play out. I'm not a pitching expert. There's other guys like Nick Pollock that will be much better at explaining that stuff to you. And this is a shame. I love seeing these young players develop and play and, and be great to build the game. I'm hoping it's nothing major. I hope we get to see more. But for me, if you do have drafts coming up, he is off my board. I will not be drafting Tristan McKenzie. So good luck to those that do. And, again, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. We'll see what happens in that situation. But well, that'll do it, folks. My first pitch podcast debut in the books. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Again, any feedback? Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at bdentrek e n t r e k, or go over to the Pitcher List Discord. And how do you become a part of the Pitcher List Discord? You join PL Pro. It's a pretty great thing in the community. is awesome over there in the discord and when you when you have the pl pro you get the stat powered player pages and much much more you got in season management tools if you're still drafting there's amazing tools uh, to help you draft and set your roster and get ready as well so hopefully you guys come join the fun over there and, and again pitch list discord is worth the price of admission in itself let alone all the amazing tools that you get to take place but again that'll do it folks your tuesday march 28th pitcher list first pitch podcast in the books i'll catch you guys next time